Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Another great day for It's The Real. Wow. We are on day two of the 12 days of podcasts. A waste of Christmas. It's a waste of time with It's The Real. We're doing 12 new episodes in 12 days. Hopefully, you enjoyed yesterday's. Hopefully, you will enjoy today's. And hopefully, you'll enjoy the next week and a half of these episodes. Because we are enjoying the idea of doing this that's right yes good job by us most importantly most importantly we have our first headlining show at sobs here in new york coming up february 23rd 2017 and if you know anything about our rap career you know that we're not just putting on some normal little show no what did we do the last time? The last time we called this shit the Yolono Tour. Why you, is that? You only live one night only. Mm-hmm. And we brought out Smoke Dizza and Bun B and Joel Ortiz and Clark Kent. And Miss Info. Yeah. <laughs> and who else? Bridget Kelly. Yeah. She sang the national anthem and we dropped air horns all over it. It was. We had our doorman as our DJ. It was unbelievable. We packed the place out at the Gansevoort. This, though. This, though. SOBs. SOBs, February 23rd, 2017. And Jeff? Yeah. What are we calling this one? Are we announcing that right now? Let's announce it. We're calling it your girl's tour. This is not a world tour. It's your girl's tour. (laughs) It's The Real Presents Your Girl's Tour. This is going to be unbelievable. February 23rd, 2017. Tickets go on sale this Friday. We will get you that link. It'll be on itsthereal.com. We will get you the link on Friday. This Friday, tickets go on sale. You have to be there. If you are not there, you know you will be missing out. Jeff, what's the date again? February 23rd, 2017. Where will you be? I will be on stage. All right. SOBs. We will see you guys then. Please. Look for that link, itsthereal.com, this Friday. This Friday. Today on the podcast. Today. Who do we have? We have CJ Fly of Pro Era. Shouts to CJ Fly. We had never met him before. Well, Super I would nice again. guy. Yeah. He was so nice, I would meet him again. Yes. Well, we did invite him back again. You guys will hear what we talked about. But really a great journey for him. We talked about Steez. We talked about Joey. We talked about Malia Obama. We talked about Australian shitty weed. We get into a lot of stuff. We talked about good weed. We talked about good weed and an LSD trip too. Make sure you guys, please, subscribe, rate, comment. Leave a comment on iTunes. Leave a comment on iTunes. That's our big initiative right right there. Yeah. 2017 is all about comments on, on iTunes and SoundCloud and everywhere. And also, you know, come out to our show. 12 days of podcast, Jeff? Yes. This is day two. Day two. We got 10 more to go. <laughs> Can we do it? <laughs> I don't know. Let's go. I was it. just looking at the schedule. And? <laughs> I think we're hopefully going to make it. All right, let's do it. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Best in Pop, a.k.a. Grammy Snub. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Bad Shot, a.k.a. Brat Worst. Yo, what up? It's CJ Fly. <laughs> I practice this shit before I came. <laughs> Fuck it. Fly Trap coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a waste of time and it's the real. Blah, 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 What's happening? Nothing much. Thanks for having me. No, thanks for being here. You came a long ways to the Upper West Side. Oh, and you just threw your phone. Perfect. You know, that's what we do, man. No, yeah, but like as Jews, it's like the most worrying thing. Just like, <laughs> yo, I promise you I have like nightmares about like dropping my phone and cracking it. Like, yeah. have you done that? It's already cracked. Look at it. It's already sh- cracked? Sh- show them the other side right 
I feel oh. like that's got to be very. That's not terrible. Yeah, that's not terrible. That's got to be very freeing though. Like once you drop it, then it's just like, oh well, fuck it. Well, like <laughs> I break my phone like every three, four weeks. Okay, like so I just fixed it and I broke it the next week. Like a tradition. Yeah, yeah. You I'm just like, do it I'm on the purpose. Clumsiest person I know. So I've always been clumsy. So you're like, the clumsiest person you know. Well, I wouldn't say that, but I think I'm. You just very did say clumsy. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you have you broken bones? No, never. I'm not clumsy on that extent, but like as far as like phone material items, I don't give a fuck about that shit. As long as I take care of myself, I'm happy. So, okay. Maybe it's uh, like a Buddhist sort of thing where it's like possessions don't matter. No, it yeah, there you go. I have to detach from all material items yeah. to like really be who I am. Oh, that's why you live, you said, in a smaller apartment than we do. <laughs> You're just not, like, nah, I want to live in a huge crib, actually. Yeah. But this is, you know, my, my situation right now. Um, can we talk about when, you, how did you exactly find out? that uh there was a pro era shirt at 1600 pennsylvania avenue uh what you mean oh malia yeah oh 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 i'm like i don't even know the like, address <laughs> to the white house yeah I'm like, 1600 what happened was we were in australia right i don't know if you remember when jody had gotten to like a little scuffle with some shit in australia yes so yeah. that was the situation for us in australia you feel me and i remember being in the car right after that show jody's like Look at this, bro. I'm like, yo, who this Ethiopian looking John? She high, bro. So I look and he's like, bro, do you know who that is? I'm like, nah. He's like, that's Malia. I'm like, oh my God. Like, this is insane. And it was like mind blowing. That's, uh, yeah. I mean, that's just crazy. Did you think you were super high? Uh, uh, I mean, it was <laughs> yeah. crazy, bro. Like, it, I, I don't even know how to put it in words. I was just shocked. Like, I don't think that's ever happened. No, no I, I mean, she was so below the radar at that point. Like, she wasn't doing anything. Like, she wasn't at Chance the Rapper concert. Mm-hmm. She wasn't, like, at, you know. At that very, point, right. At that yeah, point. for sure. And then suddenly she just pops up on a, <laughs> on somebody's, what, like, uh, iMessage or something? I yeah. actually heard she sent that that photo to somebody else, and that's how it got posted. It wasn't even, like, a post. Oh, really? It was like she sent it to someone of her friends, and then they posted it, and they went viral from there. Got so many followers. So <laughs> worth it. It's beautiful, man. Yeah. It's so crazy. And by the way, it's so good that you got in for the like best president mm-hmm. that we could ever imagine right for sure if you are a some sort of group and you have merch that ends up in the trump white house mm-hmm. right now that baron is wearing You're that's lucky. just like a, no it's a bad move like <laughs> you, like i wouldn't want like you know baron to wear like it's the real gear i feel you You know like i feel like would would you uh, no <laughs> i mean like i feel like he um wouldn't like for a bunch of reasons one because we're jews and two because there you go yeah yeah um but no i i i don't i cannot imagine them wearing anything that that would be remotely cool no no i feel that <laughs> like I mean, heavy like ties that feel like cardboard <laughs> so you're originally from where uh so i grew up in east flatbush like my fam- family came from the caribbean and they moved to east flatbush right and then uh went from east flatbush to regular flatbush to best Big family, small family? Uh, I would say my family's semi-big. I, I would call them small when it comes to holidays. I don't see anybody. Well, what would you do for Thanksgiving? I was with my girl and her family. Oh. Yeah. Do you do that every holiday? Uh, Sometimes. I try to like split it up, you know? Maybe but, you're the reason why like holiday gatherings are small <laughs> with your family. Like I said, I don't have that big-ass house for everybody to come to. <laughs> so, you know, once I get the, the chef, the big-ass house with like the table for 20, right. it's going to be lit. I'm going to have family flying in from everywhere. Oh, dope. Yeah, Good. Yeah, that's do the plan. you watch uh, Rick Ross on Snapchat? <laughs> no, I don't even have him. I need to... I, like, I'm so like disconnected from like the Snapchat world. People was like, have you seen Catalyst Snaps? I'm like, no, nah, let me see. Adam like, oh, that was fun. Delete. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I'm like, I don't even care about this type of shit but like what, what, what does he do no i mean they have, they all have personal chefs him and Khaled, oh, yeah. and they like and there are times when they'll do crossover episodes For and sure. they'll yeah but this thanksgiving yeah. ross went over to puff's house Word? yeah that's tight which like 
you know, I can't even imagine like you know him going over there on a, like a regular day. But nah, he does it. But like well, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving though, and you saw Puff's whole family there. Yeah, everyone was there. Huge catered thing, but like Ciroc everywhere. Ev- of course, of course. So okay, Bel-Air everywhere too. Yeah. <laughs> you grew up in you grew up in East Flatbush. For sure. Um, and how many of the pro era guys are you growing up with? Like in an elementary school sort of scene. None of them. I didn't meet any of them till high school. Till high school. Yeah, that's where the crew started. And that's where everything like really kicked off. Were you doing music in middle school, like before high school? So I started writing poetry in like the fourth grade and shit. And yeah. in like the seventh grade, I started writing my real raps. Yeah. And then from there, I started like taking it not too serious. You know what I'm saying? When I got to high school, I started to realize what lyrics actually meant and like really understand the concept of making music. Yeah. Then I met the guys who were ciphering in the hallways, and we had like similar like uh, traits going on, like as far as like lyricism. And I was like, oh, you're nice. And we we clicked. Some of us clicked. So. We ended up cutting class together and ended up starting the crew. Like, were there any other crews around? There was. There was like Nick Caution, who was actually yeah. a part mm-hmm. of another crew called Lost. Yeah, Lost Records or something like that. So, was there any possibility that you would have like linked up with them? Uh, nah, I recorded with them a few times, but like the pros were always the pros. Like we always kicked it without the name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The name came after we started kicking it and stuff like that, and it made sense. So like everything just the universe just wanted everything to go how it went. You know. We're, uh, did the universe want you to go to class? Were you like... I was in class. Joe used to cut math class all the time to kick it with us. He'd be like, bro, go to math class, man. He'd be like, no, I'm kicking it with the homies. We're going to record this dope rap in the auditorium, man. So it was definitely like everybody else cutting. I cut sometimes, but I was in my senior year, like going out. Like I, I graduated uh, 2011, mm-hmm. and Joey's uh, year is like either 12 or 13. So I was like... The senior, the like the older one. Yeah. Everybody else is under me, so I'm just like, yo, go do your thing. Like, <laughs> I got like three classes of mad free periods right now. So Well, and then what what was the plan after after high school? Uh well personally I, I said I was gonna go to college for uh like just to see how it is, like trial, trial yeah. period. I didn't never wanted to go to college. Like I never had no plan for me to get a degree, honestly. Like Did I you tell us your to parents? No, no way. Yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to do music. My dad went to school for the same major that I went to school for, so I figured he was gonna help Which me with my homework. Computer science. Wow. I was going to ask you guys Whoa. to guess so you guys would be like, yeah. shit, like computer science. Computer science. Yeah, I was so. trying to get that 100K a year off yeah. of IT shit from the crib. You could have been living in like, yeah, like San Francisco right exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, I still wanted to do music. I looked at it as if I could make this type of salary and still pursue my music career, you know what I'm saying? Even work from home, it'll work, you know what I'm saying? But I was in that class looking at those one zero zero one zero zero ones, and I was like, It's nah. the most boring shit. What are you telling? And then I yeah. had a geology class. That motherfuckers made me remember 30 rocks. So, <laughs> like, what am I going to do with those 30 rocks now? Nothing. <laughs> no, because, like, you know, Jay-Z turned 30 rocks into millions. There, there you go. That's Look, true. You yeah. see, you're talking about that, and then somebody else turned 30 rocks into a show, but what yeah. I'm saying is... It's not the mean learning mineral, like, it's not. No, no. The relevance in my life right now, no way. Even pre-cal, what the fuck? But computer science (laughs) at home, like, were you, like, programming just for fun? Were you making websites for you and your friends? So, uh, my dad taught at Mega Evers College in Brooklyn, right? Yeah. And uh, I was, like, the kid that was always in the computer lab playing games, designing little small fun websites, doing little, little, like, nerdy things on the computer, you know what I'm saying? And people would come into the office and be like... I want to learn to do what he's doing over there. And my dad would teach them how to do everything I'm doing. And you're like, I'm seven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, you know I'm saying? Having a blast playing all these computer games and shit. Word munchers, number munchers, all that. Oh, everything, bro. <laughs> so from like fifth grade, I was learning computer science in elementary, junior high school. You know what I'm saying? Already. And right. my dad was teaching me more. And I got to college. I was like, at high school, I was like, mm, I might pursue this even more. And then college, I tried it, but it wasn't Where'd you go to college? Yet. College of Staten Island. Okay. Yeah. See, oh, was, my God. You had to take a ferry. Bro, I took a ferry, <laughs> and I paid that $14 almost every day. My yo. allowance was like 
Man, luckily I got the fast food checks. Shout out to fast food. You know what yep. I'm saying? Gave mm-hmm. me the good old checks. But gas, toll, and then the nasty ass food I had to buy on campus. No, man, fuck that. Fuck Staten Island. Yeah, yeah we have nothing good to say about Staten Island. No, oh, really, no, no, really I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> listen, you heard him. I didn't say fuck Staten Island. I fuck with all the boroughs, man. No, we we don't. We strictly like we stop like <laughs> yeah where the water hits. That's like, right. We're good. It's funny because you're a. You're you're both left brained and right brained. Yeah. Like you have that that interest in computer science, mm-hmm. but you also have that interest in poetry and mm-hmm. writing and lyrics and all sure. that. Did you did you fuck with English classes? Were yeah. you That's yeah? One of my strongest areas. My yeah. teachers used to always say you're a brilliant writer, and that always like pushed me to be what I am. So hey, like I feel like uh, history and like English were my strong classes. But to go to to school for computer science, like could you have foreseen some sort of like career in computer science with some sort of artistic outlet beyond that as I mean, well look at look at how people make music and art now photoshop pro tools so still being applied now you know what i'm saying it's just yeah. a matter of me learning those uh, applications i haven't learned pro tools i haven't learned logic i haven't learned ableton i haven't learned photoshop yet oh you have a lot within yeah. the next six months like holla at me next summer i might be able to design a t-shirt <laughs> for you or produce a beat fully for you you know what i'm saying yeah so was that always important to you like as an artist to be like Hands fully on. functioning yeah yeah for sure i, I don't like to like give the responsibility to the other people to get my shit to where I need it to be. It's like, it's very frustrating to send somebody a design and be like, yeah, I want it to be this way and it doesn't come out like that when right. I know I'm capable of doing it. So it's like, I have to already use, like you said, my, my left or right brain to use, make, create art and then I have to figure out how to use my other side of my brain to do the computer technical shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you went to Edward R. Murrow, right? Mm-hmm. And that's like an arts high school, right? Or the- theater is like what yeah, they're known for? Yeah, theater and arts. But I went there for communication arts, which is like a code name for nothing. <laughs> Wait, so. but you had to have like a major even when you went there? Yeah, like a, for you, sure. had a, you had a track? Mm-hmm. And um, the way I went there is crazy too. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, like, no. My parents, I was going to private school. People don't know this. I was going to private school since kindergarten to eighth grade. Well, went to this private school in Crown Heights called St. Mark's Day School. Red blazers, gray pants. I was about oh. to say, yeah. yeah. So, boom. First of all, you should bring that back. Oh, nah, yeah. no way. I used to get bullied so much. I lived in a crip neighborhood. They used to think whatever they thought. Yo, anyway, they so thought boom. that you were a blood in your in a uniform. In a uniform. <laughs> I was so traumatizing. So, boom, my parents went. Like, I'm the driest blood around. Like. <laughs> right? Tell me about it. Fucking, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to private school my whole life. And then the, the tax test come. That's the test you take to get into either Bishop Ford or Bishop Lachlan. Mm-hmm. Right? So, they send me home with a form. I ripped that shit up before I get to the crib, so my parents don't even know I have to take this test to get into these high schools. Oh, I hope they're not listening right now. <laughs> I don't. Give, I told them already. They already know. I'm very honest. I'm my only child, so I was able to like communicate with both of my parents very like easily, like be very honest without it being a situation, you know. Except for the fact that you're like, oh yeah, I definitely want to go to college. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I, the thing is, I didn't want to be a, a bum. Like, you know how much people be like, yo, I'm gonna do this and stay home like two years and nothing happens. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like I needed to go get. I'm, a, I'm an honest artist too. I wanted to go to college and get that experience, meet a few girls, get the college like experience to put into the music yeah. you know what I'm saying look at Astro Roth he was killing it with the college music so I was like well I for go. that one single yeah yeah but you know that was just my sight from then you know what I'm saying and yeah. I wanted to do like different things so I met up with Amelia. I wanted to meet up with Amelia Sparks in my college too Matt but yeah yeah. back to Edward Amaro wait so so you go and you you get that application you rip it up yeah and then what Uh, I missed the test and I signed <laughs> up for like three four high schools like uh, what's the one right over the bridge I forgot the name Right there over the Manhattan Bridge, uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I signed up for Murrow, Bishop, not Bishop for Madison, and like maybe like another school, but that was the only one that accepted me too. And that's where you met the pro era guys. Universe wanted that to happen, man. Crazy. But it's crazy because another pro went to Lachlan, so it could have went either way, you know? Like, yeah, right. But it was supposed to go that way. 
you're in high school, you're doing these ciphers, yeah. you're recording in the auditorium, you say? Mm-hmm. Like on, on, on a phone or like... So Powers, uh, one of the founders of Prairie also, he uh, had his laptop always and he was like recording through there. He would be the one playing the keys and we would just freestyle around that. Oh. It was like a whole auditorium. So imagine like two like uh, rows of uh, chairs on each side and we would like go hide in the corner <laughs> and behind, we would go behind the stage and use the stage as a sound soundproofing and put the mic right there and record within that just to get the sound padded this sound. This was like legit. We yeah. was trying to make it legit. There was a costume room we was in that bitch making it into a studio. Like now luckily the homies made a program at Morrow now too where oh. kids can create music. That's no awesome. Class, so but, that's a dope thing. But while you're cutting class and yeah. you're recording like you know in a corner yeah. Do you have to scatter if someone like you know opens course, the door? There's, yeah. there's this school security. There's them for the deans. We have to run like all the time. Like yo, Mister Mars coming. <laughs> we out. Everybody just peel off and we scatter and meet up again. You know what I'm saying? Find a different spot. And have you been back since you've graduated? A few times for like different events and shit like that. But uh, the homies went yesterday. I overslept. I was oh. supposed to go. What were they doing there? They have one of the classes for the program. So there's basically like a new like program like by pro basically for creating music. Like a whole studio built out. Uh, just a new outlet for kids to create, you know? That's so, amazing. That's really great. Really um, great. Are you bummed that you missed it? Super bummed. I was like, I had like a long night before and I wanted to go. We were supposed to like go create a song right in front of them, you know? Oh, I man. go freestyle in front of them. But like, it's cool. There's going to be more. So That's awesome. So good. That's so great. For sure. Did you get to sit next to your friends like during graduation? Uh, or did they do it in alphabetical order when you walked the stage? Or how big was the school anyway? It definitely was in alphabetical order, but I don't remember. As far as the pros go, pardon me, I was the only one that graduated that year. Like oh, I said. Right, right. True, yeah. Uh, Steez and I were in the same year, but he graduated after summer school. Oh. <laughs> right? What did he and fail? I'm not sure. We had The one class we had together before we graduated was, uh, it was like a computer English Letter writing class. That and sounds I, like three different classes. In one. <laughs> it was like crazy. I don't even know. Like nah, that was a real last class. And I remember, <laughs> I remember, like we had to write letters in perfect structure. I wrote PF flies a letter, and they wrote me back. They sent me stickers and all that. Nobody else got written back in the class. <laughs> That's how I knew my pen was ill for forever. You yeah, feel me? Yeah. I wrote PF flies. I'm like, yo, y'all sneakers is fire. <laughs> yo, my teacher told me write this shit. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with y'all. Make sure y'all, you know, show me love. I appreciate all the sneakers y'all been. You know what I'm saying? They sent me a sneaker coupon, all that good shit, man. And I don't know if Steve was doing the best in that class, but <laughs> I remember the teacher, Mr. Mensha, he used to fuck with me, man, definitely. When, uh, so my brother's, Je- so Jeff is one of my brothers, right. and Jeff has a twin brother, Dan, Right. and uh, seemingly you would think, like at graduation, they would sit right next to each other, Yeah. but this girl came into their class named Heather. Heather Rosenthal. No relation. Yeah, wow. she came from Arizona, but she didn't sit in, uh, between us in graduation. Oh, she didn't? No. It was just in the yearbook. Because the thing is that they let all the smart kids graduate together, and then they do all the dumb kids, and she was <laughs> one of the dumb kids, and and so she uh, graduated like an hour after us. Shout out shout out to Heather Rosenthal. Yeah. Um, you were the valedictorian or something? No, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dan graduated 33rd in the class. I graduated 34th. Wow. That's tight. Yeah. I couldn't wow. tell you what number I graduated. I just know I graduated. Well, do you remember the kid who graduated last, though? Because I remember the kid who graduated 162 out of 162. Mm, no you, you never forget that. It wasn't that like, small of a number, either. Really? It was huge. Like Probably, like, I don't even remember. My senior year was crazy. Like How do you... For a private school? It wasn't private. I didn't go to private. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, and then even at graduation, they gave me the wrong tassel. So, that made me feel like I'm even more ahead of my time. It was 2010. 
What? Whoa! <laughs> How did they right? do that? Yeah, I don't That's know. Sort I'm the of only dope. person who yeah. got the 2010 tassel. Everybody else is 2011. I'm do you like, keep that Ooh. though? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't yeah, change yeah. it. I was nah. like, this yeah. is a sign. Like <laughs> they like, yo, you ahead of your time. I, I was born yawning, so I feel like shit like that makes sense. Like I didn't come out my mom like, wah. Yeah. I literally came out. Oh, what the fuck is up? <laughs> sort up. of over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally. <laughs> so, so wait. So when you. What did you bond with uh, uh, the other pros about? Like, were, did you guys all, like, obsess over 90s hip-hop? Did you all obsess over, like, I don't know what what TV shows were around at that time, but... Or uh, style, or, like, hobbies, or... I think it was just, like, what was being said made us gravitate towards each other. Like, we were very similar in so many ways. We, like, clicked very easily. Like, we liked a lot of the same things. We all, like, young Brooklyn kids who liked clothing and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? At the time, we weren't smoking too heavy so that wasn't something that brought us together but it was just a school vibe like there weren't a lot of musicians in school you know what i'm saying like and us being who we are like with the, with the poetry the rap being in those cyphers just seeing the energy is like imagine being in a circle with people for a whole week rapping and you're like yo this guy's nice like you want to keep yourself around that type of energy that was all of us since like we learned so much from each other like steve's taught joey and myself about entendres i know joey knew about it before that but like he taught us what a double on and a triple entendre was. Yeah. Before then, I was just rapping, and it would be crazy ass entendres, but I didn't know what it was. What it was. Now that I figured it out, I could like, oh, I can make triples, quadruples, and it just all clicked. So that's something we clicked upon, like that. The whole concept of like our, our ideology of just like being indigos, like it was something that we felt like we had to do together. Like the ship is moving forward. We got to, you know what I'm saying? Wait, did you say indigos? Yes, indigo children. Meaning, I know Indigo Girls, which is a different thing. What is that? <laughs> indigo Girls are a lesbian, um, like, folk, a rock duo. From, mm. like, the 90s. From the 90s. Yeah. But you guys love the 90s, so. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I don't, I don't, I'm not, all right, personally, I'm not the biggest, like, 90s hip-hop fan. I'm more of a reggae mm. guy, you know? It's like, people be shocked to know that I haven't heard a lot of Wu-Tang albums. Well, Staten Island. <laughs> See, look, I'm not taking shots. Not even only Wu-Tang. I haven't heard a bunch of Jay-Z and Nas albums. Like, I haven't heard so many things, like. You'd be surprised, like. Well, no, but well, listen. first of all, so reggae, uh, you're the you're the product of uh, a your your mom's from Barbados, yeah. your dad is from Jamaica, yes, sir. Um, and so, are you strictly reggae or dancehall or or a combination of both? Combination of all plus okay. soca plus calypso, and then, okay. then a little. So hip-hop. you're a Kevin Little fan, good. Yeah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the crazy part because when I was in California the other day, they was like, "Yeah, we have a little reggae," and it's my place. Kevin Little is like, "No, like that's not Bujibantan. That's not it's no, but it is soca. You feel me? Yeah. That's, that's that's what I was raised on." Bob Marley, Bujibantan, mm-hmm. Barris Hammond, Sizzler, Capleton, mm-hmm. Shaggy, all of those like real, real, real like reggae artists and mm-hmm. dancehall mix, Little Vibes Cartel. Like yeah. mm-hmm. for me, the greatest crew of all time is the Alliance. You know what the Alliance is? Mm-mm. No. Look, I'm gonna put y'all on right now. Please. Bounty Killer, Movado, Busy Signal, Vibes Cartel. I, I think Sean Storm was in it, but it's a bunch of like reggae artists. Idonia. Yo. See, I know them like, all we know them separately, yeah, yeah, exactly. but I don't know yeah. them all together. But they were together with the super group, and it, like that was the greatest rap crew to me. I think reggae music is rap, by the way, just to clarify. Okay. Yeah. Because well, they're just spitting at a different pace, and they're saying so much. Like, it's different. Right. Yeah, for sure. Have you been down to Jamaica? Yeah, I used to go every Christmas with my dad, and then I uh, stopped going when I realized the sun was burning me. <laughs> but I miss it. I should have kept going, you know, just to keep the connection strong. Yeah. Right. Well, what what Jamaican um, like uh, traditions do you keep today? Um, the food, right? The, I listen to the music still. I don't want to call smoking weed a Jamaican tra- tradition because my dad claims he never did it, he <laughs> never does it. Uh, but yeah, you needed I, to get through all those ones and zeros. Like. Listen, man, I didn't even start smoking until after college. I was scared to smoke because so I thought it was going to affect So did you finish college? Me. No, I went for one year. One year. One year, and then we went on the Smokers Club tour that summer. 
and life changed from okay, there. Okay, so and that's yeah. when you started smoking. How does exactly <laughs> real talk? Like, how, well, yeah. <laughs> how does how does Johnny Shipes and Cinematic and Smokers Club come into your life? And and how do you trust? Look, I mean, we know Shipes. Yeah, we've known Shipes for a decade for right? sure. But like, how do you how do you just trust someone who comes in and like promises you the world and then go out on the road? Like, how do you? It, it was it was definitely a leap of faith, and it's like. It wasn't for me to trust him at the time because it was him and Joey's relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. So I felt like when Joey and his mom solidified the relationship and trusted him and said, okay, once Joey's mom said I was sending my child off on this tour with this guy, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to go and help and make sure that everything's straight. You feel me? Because at the end, end of the day, I was big bro, like older guy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I was like kind of like helping ad-lib and uh, still looking over the whole thing. Like our, our uh, A&R Halim, he was our tour manager at the time. Yeah. And I was the one rounding up the guys. He's like, CJ, everybody get up. Everybody be <laughs> sleeping still. And I'll be like, yo, get the hell up, man. You ain't here, Halim. <laughs> Steve's and everybody be sleeping and shit like that. So like, it was definitely like me trying to help everybody just keep the, the whole thing solidified too. So How'd you tell your parents that you were like, uh, I'm going to go on the road on a... They knew what it was already. Like oh, I said, real? I always wanted to do music. So it was just like, yo, I have this opportunity to travel right now. And, and, and see the world and really start my career and it was summertime they wasn't gonna say no right they already saw what it was so like i took the the, the chance and went they saw like some videos and stuff like that and they started seeing the music like actually bubbling up it was like oh shit yeah, it's actually working what was the first city that really like showed you love that you were like wow this is bigger than i even thought atlanta and san francisco like that's where i can remember vividly san francisco atlanta and like vancouver even all the west coast shows it was just crazy to see like People appreciate some Brooklyn boys like that, man. Do you, it, was it that they knew the words? Some of them knew the words, and some of them just fucked with the vibe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was going out there to do one song or two. You know what I'm saying? Don't front a hard knock. Yeah. And people loved my verse from hard knock, and people were singing some of the words, and I was just shocked. Like, wow, this is crazy. Like, I'm, I'm glad they resp- responded the way. You know what I'm saying? Was that the power of the internet? I think so, man. Definitely. Like, this is like some millennial shit that happened, for sure. Like, because we weren't being played on the radio. Well, yeah. So, what was the most important, like, part of the internet? Was it SoundCloud? Was it, like, I mean, you were past MySpace. Was mm-hmm. it Facebook? Like, what, what, what was it? Yeah. I think at the time it was definitely, like, first it started off with YouTube, then Worldstar, obviously. That's how jo- Joey got discovered. Right. And then YouTube to SoundCloud. Mm hmm. Because everything wasn't on SoundCloud yet. It was weird, like, Twitter programs to put music on and shit like that. And. I think we just did the, the YouTube and SoundCloud thing, and that started taking off and stuff like that. And was it ever was there ever pressure to like put stuff into the market, like sell it? Was yeah. it like, yo, you need to do this, or was it we can give our shit away for free and build up an audience? Like, how did you guys like go about it? And yeah, how did you sort of like navigate that? Where it's like, do I broaden my audience by just giving shit out for free, or? selling it i think we just went with the flow man it wasn't anything like i feel like it wasn't even time to be to sell our music and we mm-hmm. weren't even being pushed to sell our music we were just creating content until the music got right and then when it got right that's when like obviously J- joey started preparing his album and everybody else started getting their stuff together so like it was never any pressure to do anything like along our career we got so many offers to sign with so many people right and that was the pressure right there like def chan was like yo i got a group deal for you guys and we're just like eh. well so you took all those meetings not all. It was a few. You yeah. feel me? Like, did different stuff. You did know any of them take you out to eat? No. Nah. Oh, see? Yeah. That that would have sold me. I would have been like, yo. <laughs> was it ever close what to, to like, signing to any of these labels? I'm not sure. I, I, the Def Jam thing was, like, a brief meeting. Uh, I missed the Jay-Z meeting. I was just going to say, yeah. Which is still sad to me. Because <laughs> I've seen it? him. i seen him three times after that. And I'm just like, damn, this guy should know me, man. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's all good. One day. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think we're. I think that was supposed to happen. But where in the timeline does it become that Joey is like the visionary, the mastermind, and then you guys are a group first before mm-hmm. doing solo things? Uh, just through the project. The project blew up. You know what I'm saying? Like before the project came out, Steez's project came out. Right. And that didn't take off how we thought it would. And we obviously see that 1999 did. So mm-hmm. that showed us that, you know what I'm saying? He's going to be the lead guy. Right. And everybody else had to follow suit and follow up. So yeah. that basically determined it all. Like that blew up and you just seen the reaction from everybody. So Did you look at any <laughs> other crews and consider them to be the blueprint to what? Like, did you look at the ASAP guys and be like, oh, I see how it could be? Uh, or we was it like, or was it not? We weren't like paying that much of attention to them. But. We definitely saw like what our future and ASAP was doing, like as far as like new collectives that are very prominent in the time being. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Got to remember, like Joey was on um, Sway's show or some shit like that, talking to our future on live stream from high school, from the high school hallways, and our future's like violating. They don't know this guy's about to be one of the best out of the East Coast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They like suck my dick, <laughs> going crazy. You remember? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that was like it was intense, like because you know we from the hood. Our, yeah. our family like yo, what the fuck. Like, <laughs> So sight, you know what I'm saying? We'd be like, nah, we, we cool with them now, shit like that. But it's just, it, you, life changes, you know what I'm saying? You get to see, like, that 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 transition, you know what I'm saying? They have respect for him now. And before, they were like, look at this little nigga, look at this guppy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They felt like big sharks at the time. Was, yeah. Joey has the vision. Yeah. And your role was what? I was one of the founding members. Right. So I was like, it started, the crew started off with Powers, Steez, then Joey and myself. Yeah. And that was it. And then we started pulling in other members. You know what I'm saying? A few yeah. people got denied. Really? Be like, yeah, I want this guy. Nah, I don't yeah. fuck with him like that. But I saw like the Wikipedia page, and there's like 30 members. So I mean, <laughs> it like, was that 30 like... members. We had to cut down a little bit just to. <laughs> but like, get what it a right. bummer to be like rejected. It's like, but everybody else is getting in. It's like it was so everybody was confused about who was actually part of the crew and who wasn't, and who was actually. I mean, Wikipedia is very confused. No, that anybody could go add themselves to Wikipedia right now. <laughs> I can't because I, I got blocked by uh, Wikipedia. Damn. I made too many uh, changes to. I made uh, Michelle Kwan into Michelle Rich Homie Kwan. Oh. <laughs> and uh, it's like I don't know, like fifteen things like that, and they were just like absolutely not. Like, yeah, Wikipedia, they, they don't play around like that. Right? Yeah. Yeah, they're not fucking around. Um, I think uh, a lot of people didn't have roles, and they were just like. You know those extra crew members. Did you meet people who did not even? Did you meet people who tried to claim Pro Era? Of course, it's people that try to claim the Beast Coast, and we're like, "Bruh, yeah, you're not a part of the zombies. (laughs) You underachievers are Pro Era. Sorry." (laughs) So, actually, when did you meet the Flatbush Zombies? Uh, so I met them. Hmm, that's a good question. Probably like summer 2012, 2011. Like, so fairly recently. Hmm, I feel like the crew started in. No, we're almost 2017, what? Jeff. No, but yeah. I mean, like, because, uh, you know, they're they're from Flatbush. You're yeah. from Flatbush well, we're as well. We're on different sides of Flatbush. Mm-hmm. I grew up originally at uh, 52nd and Rutland, and then Linden, and Boule- Linden, Linden Boulevard, like mm-hmm. Flatbush area. Mm-hmm. They're by Bro- uh, Flatbush Junction. And how far away is that? That's like mm, probably two miles, you know what I'm saying, B41 down the street, two, take mm-hmm. the two or the five train all the way to the last stop. Mm-hmm. They're closer to, like, our homies Rockin' Mouth and Steez. So they knew each other through, like, the neighborhood and shit mm-hmm. like that. And that's a, that was another connector. Steve went to Mega Evers High School. Isn't it crazy? My dad went to Mega Evers College. Yeah. Saw it there. Yeah. The universe, bro. New Brooklyn. So, boom. Steve knew the underachievers and uh, Flappers Zombies through going to Mega Evers because they went there. So, he was like a connector. We always call Steve like the root. Yeah. Because he was like the root that connected the whole tree. Right. So he was like, everybody knew who he was and, and they were aware of like his talents and shit like that. So, 1999. Are you guys just like, well that's gonna hit and we're out of here or was it like let's watch this slow build and let's see how it goes honestly I can't even remember what happened after that I think we put out a a group project after that 
uh, so when did 99 come out? 2012? Mm-hmm. So he was putting together the, the, the Peep Project. Right. Yeah, and that was so dope. Like, we were just like, going to work with Static, like, going to Premiere Studios. We were, we, that's, at the time, Echo had the studio in uh, Premiere. Mm-hmm. And we were, like, locked in there, basically, like, staying there, working, sleeping, waking up, just working, working, working. And that was just a different vibe. Like, we were just creating, creating, creating. That's sort of, uh, so a- everything is moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Everyone, it's a good vibe around. Mm-hmm. You have tours under your belt. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like, the merch is moving. Mm-hmm. Like, you feel like you're creating, you're taking meetings, you know, here and there. Mm-hmm. You you end up having quite a speed bump uh, when Steve's passed. For sure. I mean, how do you even recover after that? Like you guys are young guys. How do you how do you move past it? Like mm-hmm. we we lost our dad, and and, Sorry, and he was thank you. He was you know he he wasn't old, mm-hmm. but he wasn't young. Mm-hmm. And how do you move on? How do you move forward mm-hmm. when someone young moves on? Um, I don't even know if we like knew how to move on or, or like I feel like we were all growing and we're still growing now you know what I'm saying none of us are like 25 years old like we're kids still trying to be adults like eventually so yeah. it's like everything like I'm the type of person I go with the flow you know and, and, and try to make sense of it and let, and let the universe and God guide me you know what I'm saying I'm not super religious so like I just try to like hold the meds and pray on things and just like hope for the best and be super optimist so it's like I don't know I don't know if there's like a a, a uh, moving forward you just have to just like deal with it and, and, and try to make the you know what I'm saying yeah. the best out of it um, I mean but what was it like to even be inside of that circle and so sad man no I mean but like to to did you did you meet up with like everybody and mm-hmm. sort of try and process it together or were you like I need to go off by myself or you know how did you how did you sort of deal with all this you know uh, at that time I think we were together like most of the time like that time because the project just came out Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He didn't even get to see the project come out. Right. So it was like we were together celebrating that, and it was just like it wasn't the same not having him there. So it's just like. Was there any fear that it that you guys wouldn't go on as a collective? Uh, I honestly like didn't think I would continue my career. Honestly, like I I didn't see it making sense to me because like even with all the other shit that happened with like Kanye and his mom and people try to put negative things behind that, I was just like I didn't want that. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's not anything that I signed up for. I just wanted like a clean slate career perform you know what I'm saying yeah not any press off of negativity right and that's not what I ever wanted my career to be so like it, it sucked that it even even had to go that way you know what I'm saying yeah and so then the next thing that happens I think is your solo project mm-hmm. and so 2013. What, so you know you you even getting to that point mm-hmm. how did you get there uh so I was working on that from the Smokers Cup tour right because even songs like Italian Friendship I made that and Steve's like yo this is genius bro like and and a lot of those songs he 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 fucked with, and I was like, all right, this project's gonna definitely be hard, and and I put my all into it, especially not having him. I was like, I didn't have my my normal competition to compete with, you know what I'm saying? And his birthday was the day after mine, so I've always felt like we've been going like head to head with each other, like as far as like rapping, like same year and one day later, like <laughs> and it's crazy. I was a few minutes away from being born on his birthday. Do you feel like you had very similar personality traits? For sure, definitely. Like, we had a lot of similarities. Uh, he's a cancer. We were, like, very, like... Emotional? Definitely. <laughs> very emotional and, and and very strong-minded to do what we want. Very determined, you know? Yeah. For sure. Was there any music of his that was uh, still around that mm-hmm. you felt you wanted to use going forward? Or was uh-huh. it something where you were like, that's, that's his and let's respect it and... Well, he recorded his album before he passed. Right. And 
Sadly, like somebody f- like had those files too and started leaking them, which sucks. Mm-hmm. So we, we're still trying to put together that pro project and present it right to the world because it deserves to be like recognized as a beautiful piece of art. Yeah. So it sucks that somebody's trying to fuck that up and leak the songs for clout or whatever, man. Yeah. So a lot of his music, we didn't have that much too. So we're just trying to like take what we have and create it into this beautiful thing. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Before before we move on too further, um, how well did you know ASAP Yams? I didn't know Yams that well. Okay. I met Yams a few times, and yeah, it's sad that he passed away so soon, too. Like, it sucks to see, like, young brothers who actually don't get to, like, make to 30 years old or something, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, have kids. Like, I, I've always visualized, like, me, like, having, like, little nephews from Steve's, little dreadlocks, beach babies, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Coming through, like, Uncle CJ, what <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And it's just, like, it's sad to me to, that I can't, you know what I'm saying, see that. So, like, that's that's always been, like, things. Like, I've always visualized it. Like, I feel like I look into the future a lot sometimes. And I've always seen my homies with their families and shit. Like, in the future, Joey gonna have a bad bitch with a quiet family, <laughs> you feel me? Me, likewise, fire your crib. Y'all can come to Thanksgiving in a couple years, you yeah, feel yeah, me? Yeah. So it's like, it just, that's cut short through, like, you know what I'm saying? The end of life, you know? Yeah. And even even though you do see into the future, you do have these speed bumps sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that, that does throw you off. So sure. as you were saying, there was a point when you felt maybe you wouldn't continue on as a recording artist. Yeah. Um, but you did get over that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say I got over it. I just have to, like, be... Like, obviously, I did get over it, but it's like, I'm never going to be over losing my friend, you feel me? Like, it's still something I think about often, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I don't know about getting over it. It's something that... It's an obstacle that I had to like, definitely get through, but I won't be over that, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Still moving forward for him. Yeah. Um. So, who... Who all did you have in your first project? You had... Uh, the group project or mine? Yours. Mine, I had a few up-and-coming producers that I met on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I had... Um, you had Static. Static was on there for sure. Not an up-and-coming guy. Yeah. <laughs> Sci-Fi, he made... Um, uh, I'm on for Traded Truth and a few mm. other joints. Yeah. He produced the intro on there. He, I think he... Uh, does he have anything on the new project? Nah. But him and I was working the other day. We got some fire. Uh, I had uh, Esther from Selection on there. Nice. Early before anybody even knew about him. People was like, oh, For the record. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. Uh, who else? Mm. Fife. Fife. Buckshot. Absol. Like, that whole project was just like magic to me. Like, how it all came together, man. Such a beautiful thing, man. How did you meet uh, Absol? Ab. I met Ab at the studio and... Um, premiere so like when we first met shipes we were going to the studio somewhere like by 30th or some shit and we we met kendrick and i think schoolboy early before they even took off you know what i'm saying yeah and we were in the studio just kicking it like being ourselves and i remember like dave and kendrick being like these niggas remind us of the homies dog <laughs> <laughs> like the little homies dog you know what i'm saying so from then i met the td camp that was the first time i met them and then like when we was at premiere locked in soul was working there so all the homies was there that's when joey and soul did the What's the song called? Enter the Void. Mm-hmm. That's when I met Solo. Feel me? I'm working on my project. I'm like, yo, so I need you on this joint, bro. And he's like, yo, I got you. Whatever you need. So, boom. Absol, for the record, too. Absol is the person that told me to say fly on songs. Really? Think about it. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Like, you feel me? Yeah, 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 He's the one who told me, like, and I was like, oh, I'm definitely going <laughs> to run with that. So, now that's my shit. And, yeah, I met him, and he was like, yo, I got you. Bless me on the verse. We actually did two songs that night. The other song, I ended up scrapping, but the first song. So, he did it right then and there. Then and there. Oh, freestyled man. it all. That's amazing. Crazy. Yeah. He's he's nasty, bro. Wearing the sunglasses? Everything. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's, he's insane. I, I mean... Me and Soul got 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 into connect because we was on tour, Smokers Cup tour together. Like he's like my big brother, big homie, man. Like one of my favorite artists, man. Definitely. Actually, wait, who's the one who got you to smoke? Hmm. What for the first time? Yeah, Steez. 
Yeah, I was just telling his mom that other day at Steve's day. We in the back, we in uh, the, the the VIP. I'm rolling up, and she's the only like adult in there. And I'm just like, I'm an adult too, but you know what I mean, like real yeah, adult. Yeah, yeah, you feel yeah, me? Yeah. I'm smoking, and I looked over. I'm like, mommy, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> it's Steve's fault. My bad. And she's like, ah, it's so good. I already know. But yeah, um, definitely, Steve's come at my dad's house, and we would smoke on the roof when my dad would be out. We would smoke on the roof before he comes back, and. So much dope things happened at my dad's house. I actually used to call my dad's house the Fly Trap. Oh, really? And that's where all of the homies would come and stay. You feel fly me? Trap is pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. Fly Trap me? is an amazing name. Yeah. Come at the Fly Trap. Come check me. You feel yeah. me? We yeah. recorded Waves there. We recorded so many songs off of Joey's uh, uh, Joey's project and, uh, what you call it, Steve's mixtape. So, like, so much classic songs were recorded there. So much, like, homie vibes is there. Yeah. So. Does your dad still live there? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you, did you credit it as the Fly Trap on... Um, like what? on uh, the credits? No, 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 oh. no, no. We did it. I <laughs> like just got like a, I got like a little A and R in 1999. Yeah, for my work, definitely. But uh, yeah, fly trap. That's that's <laughs> dope. So, how many Smokers Club tour runs have you done over the years? Uh, only I think two. Two. The first one we did, and then the next one with Ab Soul and mm-hmm. Joey, which was amazing. Like, I actually got to like connect with my favorite rapper. And <laughs> and what was the difference between those two tours in terms of like? The crowd reactions um, and your, you know, fame at that point. Like, and how did you travel? Like, did you go from like you know driving in a car mm-hmm. to like a bus at a certain point? Um, I think that first tour we were on a tour bus. Pardon me. So right away. Yeah, first tour we were on a tour bus. We shared it with Fat Trail. Uh, <laughs> don't ask me about that. No, we've had Trell up here. So. Trell, but just know it was an experience, man. Trell and all the slutty boys on the bus. Yeah. We had uh, Smoke Dizzard. That's the big bro. He Yo, taught us so much about guy. performing and smoking and rolling. Yeah. You name it. I used to actually blame Dizzard when I go home. My dad be like, You stink of weed. I'd be like, I was in the studio with Smoke Dizzard, man. He's the Kush God. He's the yeah. Kush, exactly. Kush yeah. God. I brought yeah. you home one of the shirts. Rolling Stone, you know? <laughs> he smokes only blunts. It's not me. I promise. Yeah, yeah, I'll be high as shit. Yeah. So, yeah, Dizzard. And that was the first time we went from the tour bus. That time and then the next time was our tour bus so we had our own bunks and shit when we had trell up here yeah jeff asked him i asked him where's the fanciest place you didn't you've never worn a shirt yeah. <laughs> and he, he said um he said uh uh, uh ruth chris uh, steakhouse yeah oh that's hard yeah. yeah he's like i just went with a bunch of redskins and like you know sat down and ate with my shirt off we're like that's that's very you. Very that trail. Is, that That's is raw. Very yeah. trail. Yeah. <laughs> it's so raw. Did he? Um, who wore less shirts on the bus? Him or the girls that he brought on? Mm, <laughs> I say trail. Okay. <laughs> and it's funny because only because he was there longer. Yeah. Yeah. He, he he. It was his crib basically, man. Like trail's crazy, bro. Like he was tattooing <laughs> girls like names on him like mid tour. Like oh, I just met this girl. I'm in love with. Her. Let me tattoo this girl's name. No, what's the wrong thing to do? Is he a <laughs> cancer? He's a cancer too. <laughs> He's a cancer. He's yo. That's that's bro. Like we definitely got to build it. Everybody we went on tour because we get so, to live with people. You know. So what I'm you and Trell have similar sensibilities yeah, too. Bro. Oh and no. Trell could sing too on the secret <laughs> tip. He could sing his ass off, bro. Trell. He has songs yeah. that he sang. No, but like I'm talking about sing sing. Like you, you heard about sing the, sing like the <laughs> like the prison. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Free my homies is locked up right yeah, now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, definitely. Was this case Slay show? Yeah, yeah. Yo. <laughs> he, he definitely. Got some vocals on. It. Look, a lot of a lot of guys like to um to use FaceTime as their like you know primary like yeah. way of communicating. But I remember first time we've ever met Trell, he was like FaceTiming again, shirt off, <laughs> FaceTiming with like his, his girl at the time, yeah. and it was just like a girl. Yeah, we're like, yeah. what are, what are we doing here? Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> Trell's the man, man. He is the man. Yeah. So, could you sleep on any of those buses? Uh, what you mean? 
like it, well, it just seems is, uncomfortable. Yeah, and also like it's you're cozy. a tall drink of water. Like you, sure. it's, tall drink of yeah, water. <laughs> you gotta like you gotta like squeeze into like the I'm coffins cozy. or whatever. Yeah, like, bros, you beat me to it. Yeah. I swear to God, I hate the bottom and. Probably just the bottom. I hate the bottom because it feels like you're sliding me into this coffin like, on the yeah. floor. You feel me? I, the middle and the top are like That's decent. okay? Decent because the middle one has a little more space than both of them. So for people who don't know, like on a bus, they're really like squeezing in every possible space that you can. Twelve beds. And so, yeah, you get three rows of what are essentially coffin size. Mm-hmm. Bunks. Bunks. So if and you're on the floor, and they slide shut. You're really not all of them. You have a, a curtain, you have a curtain. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. So you you really you get on the floor and just sort of like go in your body bag. Roll roll into that. <laughs> and then that's that's for me being a tall guy. I like to climb up with some shit. I'd rather fall out than like I don't know. Do my, people I, fall out of those coffins? No, like, sometimes. Oh, but oh my god, that would be been, yeah I, I terrifying. Some, some messed up shit. Somebody, about somebody getting in a car accident and uh, a bus accident like with the toilet like yeah. flying out. Some crazy shit. Well, because I mean. You don't There's have like, nowhere to go. Exactly, like, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, fucked yeah. if that happens. So you got to get you a good tour bus driver. First off, yeah, yeah. Second yeah. of all, there's there's different tour buses. There's one with uh maybe eight bunks. You know what I'm saying? With two on each, and you get oh. more space. more room. So yeah. you get a double coffin. You know what I'm saying? It's not as bad. It's how does a coffin? But how yeah, does that trail fit it? Or does he like sleep Listen, on like bro? The... I seen trail fit in there with the girls, bro. Oh. <laughs> That's all that matter. He got Into it done. Coffins. He was in that coffin how? with the bitches, bro. Like I, uh, I don't worry there, about there, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It got done. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's so many questions I have. That's yeah, when you ride me. at the front of the bus with the driver and you say, All right, see you in Milwaukee or I'm whatever, sure you, you know? do all the positions. Perfect. City of choice. <laughs> Every single position in no, the coffin. Do you sleep on the on the couch or anything? Always. Like, yeah. But it's just like it sucks to sleep on the couch and then motherfuckers wanna come in there and smoke in the morning. Right, right. Or like they come in the back in the nighttime like, yo, bro, the you use you, why you sleeping in the boom boom room, man? <laughs> so it's like it's, How, it's very wait. Do they have? Do all buses have that like the that back area? Yeah, most of them do. I've never been on a bus without it. Wow. But yeah, there's different types like with tables, with just all couches. Like, yeah, different parties type of. Vibe. What kind of movies or TV are you watching on there? Netflix. Uh, the homie Quan always got like Jamie Foxx and Martin DVDs. Okay, we watch a comedy, Fresh Prince. Uh, man, you guys do love the nineties. Yo, <laughs> but like that's what I'm trying to tell you. It's like we don't directly love it. We're from that. You know what I'm saying? What got? Well, yeah, you guys born before you. Uh, a long you, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, let's let's let the people Obviously. know. <laughs> no, we were not Thank like the people. The '80s. You're born in the '80s. 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 What's that? That's not disco, is it? Disco? No, no it's not. That's like. Yeah, but this just proves. Yeah, you don't see, have to be rude. I'm not trying to be rude, guys. You know, listen. I'm just saying, like, whatever you were born from, right? Look, yeah. you look very like hip hoppy right now. No offense. Thank you. But it's like, oh. that you're no product, offense. You're yeah. a product of your. You feel me? Your time yeah. being. You know sure. what I'm saying? It's like for the people out there, Jeff's wearing some pata. Uh, I'm wearing like a fly as hell, bro. And, uh, Thank you. And a French Montana hat. Yeah. Fly so, as hell. Very <laughs> very hip hop. No offense. Yo, with the Kanye jeans, like he's killing it, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, but okay. So yes, we are eighty. These babies, right? But but you guys, you guys love the nineties. We were just born of it. Imagine being a but born you were in born, such a lit timing. But you were only like seven when it ended, right? Yeah, but imagine hearing some shit while you're a kid so much. Like I'm in the car listening to Hot ninety seven and flexing his prime, like yeah, playing R and B records, like rap records, like Jay Z's on the radio, going. You know what I'm saying? All of that stuff is there. Biggie's still alive when yeah. I'm like a, a tiny kid. Like so, I remember watching Sky's the Limit from my crib. Bro. Oh my god. I don't just love this shit. I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from it. You right, know what I mean? Right. But he died when you were four. <laughs> right. That's what I'm trying to tell that's you. What, that's How do I crazy? remember watching Sky's the Limit from in a crib like this? It's on VHS. I'm watching this shit. Because you're ahead of your time. True. Say, Facts. Um, <laughs> no, but like, I would say I was formed by the 90s way more than I was formed by the 80s. Yes. I feel you. Yeah. So, 
Because you guys were more older at that time. But also, like, the 80s sucked. <laughs> so now going forward. about that time. So let's. Time see, machine. Rude yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have two different tours that you're a part of. Yeah. Uh, you're, are you going to, like, spot dates here and there? Are you flying around yeah. the country? Are I you going to Europe? We went to Europe for our first time in 2012. Went How was Berlin. that? Like, it was crazy because the timing was perfect. It was July 4th, two yeah. days before my birthday. Yeah, okay. Best birthday gift ever, and it was a great experience to go out there and get love from, like, Bread and Butter Festival and all the people out there. It was dope, man. And uh, how do you do with, like, foreign cuisine at that point? Are you are oh, you, are you no. all about trying new things, or are you real, like... I'm still picky. I was picky then. I was just starving. Like, when we travel, it was the worst ever. Like, unless we have, like, favorite spots to go to or, like, shit planned out or catering, we're fucked. Even now? Like fucked, years later, <laughs> have, have you not seen my arm? It's fucking noodle. Like I need to when I go on tour, I'm gonna get a nice little chef or something, something, man. Like uh, we need to get our body right, man. <laughs> per diem be coming in all late. You try to go to Wendy's, Wendy's clothes before your show. Like oh. you go to the foreign countries to get Wendy's, bro. Wendy's not even in other countries. How about that? McDonald's. They got McDonald's. Hunger Jacks in Australia. Hunger Jacks. Because Burger King is not allowed out there. Somebody bought the Burger King LLC out there. Wow. <laughs> Hunger Jacks. It's crazy, right? Do you like Do you like Australia? I love. I would move to New Zealand before in a anything. Minute? New Zealand is not different Australia, country, but yeah, yeah. same shit. No, I mean, it's, not really. It's, it's the same part of the world. Everybody from yeah. New Zealand always texts me and said, "Let me know if you need anything in Australia." So I'm pretty much like, yeah, the because same shit. nobody's ever like, hey. Come through New Zealand for, you know, <laughs> the Hunger Jacks or whatever. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I love both of those cities, though. Like, people out there, countries. their styles. Countries, do you bad. like those? No, no, I'm being rude. It's fine. Do you like those flights, though? No, I don't, Me man. neither. You know I what sucks? I can't, like, get over the idea of it. I haven't made that flight, but it, I can't. Bro, the worst thing about touring is the flights are longer than the stays. <laughs> yeah. Real talk. And that's the realest shit I could ever say, like. Like well because yeah so how, how long is it worth it like because you have to fly for 24 hours or whatever to get to australia so how long would make it worth it for you to make that flight back because you're not out there a week you're out there for like a performance right or a couple we performances. Doing, like eight city australian shows like oh you are oh, so, so that's, a, we that's were, a decent amount of time no it's not <laughs> we're, not when you have to get on the plane every day oh true we flew in the 20 hours then we have to get in the plane after right after the show the morning wake up and do it again, do it again, do it again. So we went from east, west, Perth to Brisbane to here to you name it, bro. It was too intense, and and the weed was so shitty that I flew back with it. <laughs> I said, how did how did they not catch me? <laughs> like, tell me, bro. Like, I had a whole quarter on me. Nobody knew that I had it in my bag because it was so trash. Are you are you a pre-check person now? Yeah, I am. I'm lit. I'm lit. Yeah, Global yeah. entry. Holla at your boy, <laughs> no. man. Not, no more long lines, man. I'm lit. <laughs> No, but you, yeah, you just walk right by, right? No, I already know. Yeah, that's that's dope. Where's that's the craziest fun. place you've gotten high? Craziest place I've gotten high. Well, it depends. Weed high or, or, or psychedelics? Uh, either one. Either one. Psychedelics are easier to get in a plane. Uh, I've never taken them. I've, I've got found them when I. But uh, I don't know. I mean, you're also talking to somebody who's like stone cold sober, like <laughs> guys, all the time. You guys are straight edge. You guys don't. I mean, I'm straight edge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> wait, 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 why are you trying to single yourself out? No, because you Eric. Ever... No, I no, no. But like, <laughs> I'm just saying, if people want to offer Eric drinks, like he will have some. I had a couple last night. Oh, what? Yeah. It's lit. It's lit. Yeah, yeah. yeah I fucked with a little bit of mushrooms and shrooms on tour. So those are my craziest highs. But so. Like, uh, Flappers zombies are coming up, by the way. They're, they're coming through here. That's and, tight. You got um, like an extra chair? And, yes. <laughs> and those guys, Thanks I for feel, love their their psychedelics. Yeah, for sure. I told them about my recent experience, and they were, like, giving me advice. That's my big bros, man. They give you advice? Yeah. My first trip, it was in Australia, and the Achievers were there, thank God. Yeah. And they walked me through it. <laughs> oh, so you all go through it together? 
kind of sometimes yeah. we see each other and be like yo what, what does this mean when when this happens and they're like yo bro don't worry it happened to me too like you all go through the indigos together real talk yeah <laughs> yeah so like what is good advice when you're taking psychedelics uh first off i don't recommend for anybody to take psychedelics like i don't know where your mental state is or like anything but don't do it okay. alright first off you feel me my decision is my decision I'm not yes, trying to influence right. anybody you right. know what I'm saying be right. just a straight edge it's my friends here yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm uh, trying to be, I'm trying to influence people <laughs> <laughs> I'm good cause then motherfuckers gonna be tripping like CJ right. my trap sounds amazing like, listen bro just smoke a little weed and just enjoy the music you know what I'm saying that's not my intention so I mean yeah so we're past like 2014 let's get into 2015 and then 2016 right. where's your mind at where is your like creative space as you get closer to where we are now uh, 2015 I was 21 going on 22 how'd you celebrate your 21st birthday hi I don't remember <laughs> I'm thinking like damn I don't remember you naming all these years I'm like fuck what happened <laughs> I have no clue Let me it's all just back. one it's a blur of yeah. just marijuana clouds and shit. <laughs> but uh, 2015 I think I was just trying to like I was maturing and, and growing at the same time so I was trying to figure out what I wanted to be said and, and in addition to that, how to say it. You feel me? Like, figure out my sound, who yeah. CJ Fly really is. You feel mm-hmm. me? Because it's like, I feel like people looked at all of us as like, oh, this new boom back crew. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I looked at us as like a group of Jay-Zs that could take it any direction. Does you know anybody saying? take offense if you're, anybody from the crew yeah. take offense if you're like, yo, I have like three of you guys yeah. on my album, but... I'm just I don't have a space for you guys. Like, does anyone take offense? Are you nah, cool? Yeah. I don't think anybody has like an ego like that to care. I think it's more of a when it's your time, it's your time. You know what I'm saying? We we're not like jealous people of each other. We're just more happy and more motivated by everything that everybody else is doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like a leapfrog effect for each other. And and so you're getting ready at that time to put together this new this new project. Mm-hmm. And do you have any idea how long it's going to take you to put together? Uh I thought I was done with it like three times. And just life obviously like tells you otherwise, you know what I'm saying? Like when I thought I was really complete with it, like I lost my grandfather oh, last sorry, summer, man. thank you. And that changed the whole perspective of the project. Like three, four songs were dedicated to him and I had to eventually like cut down like, all right, this is not like grandpa's project, but I'll still have to make sure I keep him embedded in there really strongly, you know? So like all of those things influenced the music and it like you could hear the emotion in it, you could hear the reality of life and like all that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like I try to keep my genuine story and my actual life experiences and put it into this album so like in the last few years everything that occurred everything that i've seen experienced or like my goals what i want or like even my observations are all in this project you know what i'm saying i love now you know like i love now you know thank you and not like on some like you know you're here and i have to tell you that like i really have been playing it like a bunch jeff took a bunch of psychedelics yeah as you suggested yeah (laughs) um and uh yeah it's just been like days it feels very very forward and in a different direction did you know that you were going like did it does it feel like you've gone a different direction from where you were or is that just me thinking like you're gonna say okay well there's a through line here and i'm still me um that song wasn't even supposed to be recorded, like, technically speaking. Like, I didn't, like, make a decision of any of any sort to, like, record any way. It was just something that came to me at the time. Like, I was literally in the studio, and I recorded another song to this guy, Matt Noble's Beats. In, uh, New, he's from New Zealand. Not Australia, New Zealand. <laughs> and, he's a Kiwi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Jack. Yeah. I never heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a Kiwi? Yeah. yeah. Did you know Baby Kangaroo was a Joey? 
I yes. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know that Joey that Badass is? is not a kangaroo? I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> All right, so I thought boom. we were just making connections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so boom, uh, I'm just in the studio. I'm like, hmm, this beat is pretty fire. Let me just turn it on. So boom, I throw it on, and that hook just comes to me. I think that week my ex had hit me up. It was like, hey, let's talk. And I was just like, fuck, no. Yeah, like, yeah. Now I'm good. So boom, I'm in the booth, and I start recording this hook, and it just sounds amazing. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, yeah, let's go smoke. So me and my homie Toby go smoke. Uh, he's Jewish. Shout out to him. <laughs> <laughs> so me and him smoke, and I'm like, I actually mentioned him in the song. I said, Toby, break it down. It's a smell of whiff upon. Mm-hmm. And it, it, that whole song was a freestyle. The hook, the verse, like it was awesome. That I felt in the moment. I didn't re-edit it after. We just mixed it, and that's what it is. You feel me? Yeah. So I was like, it was just a, definitely a vibe, like everything of how I felt in the moment, and I captured all of that. Like That's what I feel like freestyling gives me. You know what I'm saying? I might write a verse right now, depending on how I'm feeling today and this week, but freestyling gets, allows me to speak what's on my mind and what's on my heart and like what's bothering me in the moment you feel me a lot of respect to you for being comfortable enough to keep something like that too and not like tinkering with it and like totally mm-hmm. like being like oh that was good for the moment I'm but trying to be I, like Jay-Z bro totally like off off the dome yeah well, I mean, I mean I you did say you freestyled but <laughs> the whole thing like I didn't yeah. write anything on that there's other songs that I had that I freestyled the whole thing and maybe changed three lines with this song I did not touch I swear like I left it as is and I wanted to change it I was like hmm maybe this line could be a little entendre nope everything was just perfect how it was you know what I'm just saying just yeah. because you felt like the emotion was true exactly when, even when I tried to write the second verse it was like why am I writing this verse it doesn't feel the same you know what I'm saying so it was just right everything and felt right who was in the room huh who was in the room it was me my engineer Sal uh, Toby, the homie, and his uh, the engineer's assistant, Nick. That was it. That's it, bro. I don't really have like a bunch of people in my sessions either. There's not even a bunch of people on this project. It's only me and like two features. And who are those features? Uh, my homie Devonte from uh Toronto. Mm-hmm. He's one of the nicest artists out of Toronto, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, Devonte. Whoa, check him out. Okay. Um, he's on a single that's dropping today. I don't know that this is coming out, but this is coming out after today. All right, cool. <laughs> so yeah, but he's coming. He's on a single. Uh, get it done. Uh, that should be should be dope. And I have Erin Allen Kane. I don't know if you're familiar with her. She's a singer, vocalist. Mm-hmm. She's on like a lot of uh, Chance the Rapper stuff, and uh, she worked with Prince recently before he passed. Whoa! Wow. So it's, it's an honor to work with her too. Like no she's, I, I collabed with her after that. That's awesome. Wow. How did yeah. you meet her? Internet millennials, you know. So, <laughs> when well, how how trusting are you of people who reach out on the internet mm-hmm. and want to work because. It could it could just be like any. Yeah, it could friendly. be like these two jokers in this apartment. <laughs> well, I think with her, uh, the homie Saba Pivot. I don't know if you're familiar yep. with Saba. Yep, yeah, of course. Saba said he grew up with her. Or he's friends with her forever. And I was like, Yo, bro, I hit him. I'm like, Yo, please, just send a little kite. I've been trying to reach out. She hasn't been responding yet. And I think he told her, and and that solidified it. She reached back out, and obviously, I think she did her research. And her brothers were fans of us already too. Awesome. So that's that's the thing that has allowed me to get a lot of my features, like the Fife thing. Yeah. Fife was like, yo, my son is familiar with you guys. Like, Fife wasn't really on board, but he just knew that his son was a huge fan. And someone to take a photo of me there, he was like, oh, now nah, I got to work with this kid. And that was such an honor. Like, shout out to Fife, rest in peace. Uh, but yeah. So, wait, so when when you reached out to Fife, mm-hmm. like, how did you reach out? Was I actually met his- him uh, through <clears throat> Sophia Chang. Like, she's okay, like, she yeah. like a mentor to me. Not the designer, by the way. Oh, right, right, right. right. right, right. Uh, so she basically uh, introduced me to him at the H2O Festival in Cali, like, couple years ago I'm not sure and I was there I met Tip and him but I was always like a super fan of Fife like cause Fife was like the Caribbean rapper guy you know yeah, what I'm saying like yeah. he had the swag the swag bars and like he was just like very swaggy you know yeah. he reminded me like a family member you know so I definitely uh, went there and I 
got to connect with him and really started building and talking to him. And I met his manager, Roots. Me and Roots, Roots was building. Me and his son was there building and shit like that. His his mom and his his wife was there. So like it was just like a cool vibe. Everybody was messing with me. You know what I'm saying? It was cool. And then after that, I kept the connection. Uh, sent him the joint and he sent it back. You know what I'm saying? And, that and was that just was like, it. Is oh, it the most important thing to vibe with someone before you even work? Or are you cool with like just paying them? Or <laughs> lots and lots of money? I mean, I've never paid for a verse yet. There's verses that I wanted on this album that was supposed to be charged. And I was like, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Luckily, Fife didn't charge me. I'll trade. Yeah, I'll trade. Mm-hmm. I'll trade different things. Like if a producer wants to give me a beat for a verse too, I'll do that too. So it's like, I don't really do the whole paid versus thing yet. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. But... Uh, they they blessed me with that for the love, you know what I'm saying? I've never had to pay for a feature yet. What can you say about all the guys in pro era today about how you've all grown since 2011, 2012, when everyone graduated high school? Way more mature, way more like concentrated. You feel me? Like I feel like before we were like kids, but like all over the place trying to figure out what we want to do. And now like the clarity is key. You feel me? Before it was like I would write a verse just to write a verse. Now I'm writing a verse with a target audience and like a goal you know what I'm saying even on this album you'll hear that on Fly Trap that I played it for, I played it for uh, LB3 from Phony People mm-hmm. I, I grew up with him because him and my cousin like were, were homies and they're from the hood Carl Heights so I sent it to him and I just wanted to see his opinion you feel me because he's one of the first people that I've ever met that was like musically talented and inclined you know what I'm saying Yeah. and he was like yo bro your clarity on this shit is very key I can hear everything you're saying and talking about and it's like that was such an honor for him to say that because like that was my goal you know what I'm saying so and when you guys get together now, is it still the same uh, when you when you just hang at someone's house? Mm-hmm. Like, you're not just going for business purposes. Like, there's still that love there and of that, course. like, those same sort of uh, inside jokes that you used to have. Yeah, of course. It's just the differences everybody has, like, responsibilities now. So, you know what I'm saying? And you might come around the homies and be worried about your phone bill or some shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Different, like, life things going, like... Me losing my grandfather, that might change my vibe around the home. It's like, we're all still the same kids, but it's just like we're getting older and we're maturing in different ways and we're dealing with our issues in different ways. So I feel like that's something that we take to adjust to and, and, and we just keep the same vibe that we have and just remain the pros. Because it really is important, like, you know, to keep those friends, like, and those those friendships going. Mm-hmm. Before the business, For sure. you know, weed weed helps us stay tight. Yeah, <laughs> I always got weed, so everybody wants to hang out, and we're good. <laughs> even if it's, even if it's shitty uh, Australian, Australian weed, weed yeah. uh, we don't have that anymore. <laughs> that was a one time. You thing. brought it back. My dad found it. You know that, right? No, he found it. I went to so he took me to his job. He used to work at this uh, bread delivery service for schools, like all the buns they'll get burgers on free free and all that shit. So boom, he took me to that, and he's like, "Yo, go close the back of the truck." So I go to close the back of the truck. I let I leave my backpack in the front. Mm. I have this Nike backpack with a with a net, green net thing you can see through, right? My dad being the nosy, inquisitive person he is, opens it, finds a sip of weed. He just picks me up from the airport, by the way. He's like, what the fuck? He picked you up in the bread truck? Yeah. That's dope. I used to get dropped yeah. to school in a pickup truck, uh, elementary school, junior high school, like a green pickup truck, and then high school would get rides in his big, like, yellow box truck. That's awesome. Yeah, that's lit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. Yo, you've been making bread. <laughs> you feel me? My dad's been showing me how to make bread forever. My, my dad's always been, like, an entrepreneur, like, trying to, like, be, like, his own businessman. He has his own business, selling cars, doing the bread stuff. He has yeah. a delivery service. Like, if you want velocity trucking, you got to move, holler. I got yeah. you out with the discount price. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. that. So, yeah. So, my dad's been doing that. He inspired me to be as much of a businessman as I am right now too you know that's dope for sure um, one of your videos you you drove and I was like I was wondering if you had a, a license. driver's license <laughs> yeah yeah my dad's been teaching me how to drive since 16 I used to have to follow my dad with the cars that he would buy 
and in front of him because he didn't have like two license plates. So I would be like the one tailing him really closely with the t- other license plate showing and just like be like drive slowly, make a left here, like different shit. Any like, fender benders? No, nah, never. I only one semi car accident that happened. Like uh, so, so not yeah. a fender. It didn't, it didn't bend the fender. Like <laughs> okay, you didn't actually any no, car accident. Yeah, right. No like you're in the door. The door yeah. but the bumper, bumper, were... bumper crushers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 other yeah. than that, nah. Yeah. Are you? How's your parallel parking game? I'm lit. I'm nice. You oh. know what I'm saying? Everybody who's not from New York be like trying to. My girl's from Connecticut, so she be struggling. She be like, ah. Oh, so some. She hops around. And I gotta go park. You got a little suburban girl? When you go to Australia, yeah. you now have a, a good weed hookup down there. No way. No? No. The weed sucks, I said. No, but Everywhere? I didn't know if it was like the Connect sucks. Nah, I, I haven't had. The only good weed that I had in Australia was something from Amsterdam. Oh. I was like, oh, I brought this back from Amsterdam. I'm like, oh, you lit, Amnesia Kush. <laughs> Other than that, it wasn't lit. Like, nah, man. But also, I mean, like, because how do you even get weed to Australia? It has to be like, because you can't, if it's not like native to the island. I guess, yeah. The shit that I was getting, pardon me. The shit that I was getting was definitely native to the <laughs> place. And it was dry. Dry, and yeah. Very... I don't know, man. I don't even know a good word to describe it. But so. shout out to Connect. We actually hit like other artists, and they brought us some good weed. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Bliss and Esso. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, so, they, they hooked us up with some good shit. But then after that, it was every other state was sucked, man. Who would you run into? What artists would you run into the most at different festivals around the world? Hmm, good question. We always see Vince Staples, uh, who has an amazing sense of humor, right? Bro, Vince is the <laughs> homie. Uh, Bronson, I always see everywhere. Mm-hmm. Who else? See Danny a lot. I remember mm-hmm. the first time we met Danny in uh, Berlin. I spilled like a, a, pe- a glass of Pepsi on him, <laughs> and I did some mutant shit, bro. But it didn't touch him. Look, the bottle fell, and I caught all of the drops of water, <laughs> picked it back up. Some of that shit went back into the bottle and it stood that shit up straight. And nothing messed up Danny's clothes, my clothes, nothing. Like, were you, you on psychedelics? Yeah. This no, it was not. I didn't. I, even, that, I never tried psychedelics ever. Like, I don't even know if Danny remembers this, but like, I remember it so it vividly. That's right. Yeah, 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 I swear yeah. to God, he was wearing white pants and everything, bro. It was a Pepsi Cola. Yeah, that was a problem waiting to happen. Spider Man. Caught that shit. This is exactly like when you were watching Biggie on VHS. <laughs> yeah, you don't think that happened either, right? You never know. I smoke a lot of weed. My memory's probably changed and shit, you know. Yo. Mind altering drugs. Yo, just one more question. Um what up? Uh did did Josh Dick represent you? No. I oh, actually uh no. That's oh. interesting you asked that. What made you ask that? No, that's our guy. Yeah, that's our guy. Like and you name all like these other guys who he did yeah. represent before you took that job and the... yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely used to see him a lot too. Okay, that's crazy yeah. you said that. Yeah, I used yeah. to see him always on tour. Oh, on tour. Yeah. yeah, no, that's that's just our guy. And it's funny because we had who do we talk to? We had Bodega Bams. Yeah. Oh right. And we and, had uh and smoke Dizza. Dizza. Yeah. Yeah. And like it's funny, like it came up in like in subsequent things. It's yeah. just like, oh, that's our guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, the world. I th- I'm at this point where I think the world and, and the universe is so tiny in reality. Like, I've gone to Ireland and come back to New York and see a girl that I saw in Ireland. Right. And just be like, what the fuck? Like, anywhere in the world, you're here. Like, how? Well, that, maybe that's just because there's, like, so few um, rap boppers, like, around. Like, but not just, even, <laughs> was, I'm, not even call, I'm not even talking about a group. I'm talking about, like, a homie that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I saw and we were like, yo, what up? We was joking around and I get back to New York. I'm like at a random place shooting a random thing with Jonathan Mannion. Oh, that's right, guys. No big deal. Yeah. yeah. Word. And yeah. then I see this person from Ireland. I'm like, whoa, it's crazy. Yo, you know that weird thing where it's like um, uh, the people that you see in your dreams? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Like throughout your life, 
you'll like look at strangers on the street or whatever, mm-hmm. and your brain stores them so that when not so that when, but as a side sort of consequence. When you're dreaming and you see people in your dreams, those are faces that you've seen in real life, like just walking down the street. For sure. Which yeah. is just if you saw them for a second, it's still in your That's brain. That's crazy. Yeah. Which brings me to my next question. <laughs> what up? Because we don't really like get to like you know really interview people about weed very often. I guess so we have so many people. <laughs> we have so many people that we could, but like I don't let's know do why. It. But let's just do it. Okay. What is the craziest like stoner question that you've ever been like really involved with for like hours? I've never had a deep like stoner convo with anybody. The most like I was talking to Wiz the other day when we were high, but that wasn't like a. <laughs> By the way, that's deep, the least deep. shocking. <laughs> but like it wasn't. It wasn't like you know how you imagine like oh, I'm at this deep stoner convo. We didn't like have one of those. It was like another convo. But, but like, he's also like high all the time, so I feel like me too though. So it was <laughs> yeah. like a normal convo for right, me. Right. You feel me? Like I was literally. But you never stared at your hand. You're just like oh. Or like oh, weed doesn't you know? make me do shit like that. Yeah. Like my LSD trip a couple of days ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long did, were you on that trip? Are you still on it? Do you know? know good. Yeah, was time <laughs> that like, shit or? lasted for at least a good twenty four hours? Man. Wow. And I got on a plane. Oh man. Yo, what? <laughs> that's what I, I was about to go into it earlier. I said, let me maybe not. Oh, no, no, but the, West Coast. No, but you definitely have to. You definitely have to go into it. So, <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> so, like, what was the weirdest part of it? <sighs> the clouds is breathing, bro. Clouds is breathing. Yeah, bro. Like you're the clouds, watching the. I'm watching it. The clouds are moving, but it just looks like it's like, and it's just like it's funny because I read something on Instagram that said if you replace all the things in the Bible that say God and uh, Jesus with uh, with uh, water and wind or something like that, okay, that it, it will make sense in like on a native perspective. And I was just like, whoa! See, that's the highest. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? That was on some secret, like trying to figure out life shit, like yo. Is this God right here breathing <laughs> in front of me? Like, what were, up? Were the clouds like aligned with your breathing? Possibly. I, I just know that I was pulsating and feeling a vibration during the whole thing. Who were and, you sitting next to? Uh, a stranger? No, I was on the balcony by myself. Oh, this wasn't on the plane. Oh, no. On the plane, I, I the window was open. I was sitting next to two strangers and I was like, don't look down, don't look down. <laughs> Go the fuck back to sleep right now. When the plane was taking off, I'm like, Hmm, how was this motherfucker built? Hmm, what was the first one? Hmm, what was the first day it was taken off? No, hmm, I wonder up. how many planes crashed. Like, that's mad gonna, fucked up thoughts, That's going to be a, a long flight. Bro, yeah. it was intense. I went through the fucking security belt area, and uh, the security area, right? And I have pre-check, like I said. Yeah, yeah. I forgot to change it to my sweats before I go to pre-check. I have this belt on with, like, four belts. It's, I'm struggling to take this belt off for like about an Avril Lavigne belt, bro. It was like a, actually a, a female's belt that I made it to like a, a swaggy ass unisex belt. You feel me? I bought it mm-hmm. from uh, Urban. Yeah. They didn't have any men's belts. I was like, I need this belt. I'm about to go do this interview. Fuck it. I bought it. Now the belt, the belt has two buckles on each side, so I have to put them through each loop. So I'm there standing at the airport trying to pull it out, <laughs> tripping off acid. And everybody's looking at me like, and Joey's like, yo, bro, what's going on? I'm like, bro, my belt is just, my belt is just fucked. Uh, miss, can you help me, please? I'm sorry, please. The lady goes, yo, I'm loosening the feet. She loosens it for me, bro. And then the guy comes like, yo, you're okay? I'm like, I think. Uh, I'm good. I'm okay. I was like, yo, can you just, can I just get patted down? He's like, sir, if you take the belt, if we don't want to take the belt off, you're going to have to patch it down. I'm like, sir, I just said I want to get patted down. He's like, just take the belt off. You're better off. I'm like, I stayed there for another 15 minutes trying to take my belt off. I get through. I don't even have the same flight to go home with the homies. I'm just at the airport early. Yeah. The flight is full. I go to the lady. said, can I change my flight, please? She's like, no. 
And then I go back probably five minutes later and I ask the other lady, can she change my flight? And she's like, who told you no? And I was like, this lady right here. She was like, she's right, but I'm going to help you because I see you with your friends and shit. And I was like, yes. When I first went to her, though. How I nice did, is that? I did speak gibberish. Oh. <laughs> I swear to God. I went to her. I was like, miss, is there any way, you know, the flight full? Tell me, please. She was like, whoa, sir, what? And I was like, miss, I'm so sorry. Give me a second. So I started articulating myself. She was like, okay, I got you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure something out. And I was like, oh, you're punching in the cheat codes for me. <laughs> but they wasn't joking with me, but you could tell that, the, you know what I'm saying? It was like 75 bucks to change my flight. 75? That's amazing. Yeah. My flight was actually at 9 or 10, and, and they left at like 7.30. So they helped me get on that flight, which is dope. How much did your belt cost? The belt was like $10 from Urban Alphas. But like, look at that. That I shit know. stressed me out. I was ready to cut the That the, sounds the, like the, the, the most stressful. The pants, like in everything else. I just wanted to know if like it was expensive enough to cost you that flight. Yeah. <laughs> what you mean? Uh, like to, if you're like, yo, this was a $375 belt and it was just like, well, I, I wanted get. to cut the belt. Like literally, I, 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 on my head, I'm like, I wish I had a knife or some scissors. <laughs> but it's like, that's the worst no, thing no, no, to no. have by security yeah, exactly. checkpoint. <laughs> you feel me? And I was going to ask the guy, I was like, yo, you got a knife so you could cut this pants loop for me? But like, that always sounded crazy. Like, yeah. I just had to hold my shit together, man. You sounded crazy enough when you're just like, that, 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 that. Yo, I'm <laughs> telling you, man. But, you know, first thing, first thing. Yeah. yeah. I, that's, that's all that matters, you know what I'm saying? I made it home safe. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to have you back. <laughs> Alright, cool. Yeah, let's have like a whole weed fu- uh, podcast. Oh, I could yeah. do this for like a whole like two Like a weed hours. tutorial. Weed tutorial, yeah. mushroom tutorial, and yeah. thanks for having me. Live trap, December 9th. December 9th, man. Flop! Thanks everyone for listening to day two of the 12 Days of Podcast. A waste of Christmas. <laughs> it's a waste of time with It's The Real going straight through till Christmas with new podcasts every day. We appreciate you guys tuning in yesterday, today, and all the episodes coming up. Jeff, if people want to find out more about us, where can they go online to learn? You can always go to Wikipedia. We do not have a page there, but you know, if you want to learn, just wait, go on there. Here's something. What? How about someone out there does a Wikipedia entry for us? No, we're, we're doing too much. No. Like, we uh, have the initiative to <laughs> get people to comment. Jeff, just no, one we, thing at a time. No, we can get a lot done in 2017. Here's what we need. Yeah, Somebody out there. I dare. Here, how about this? I dare someone out there. Good dare. To make a Wikipedia entry about It's the Real. And make sure that there's no apostrophe and no space. And make it. sure that you list me as the tall one. <laughs> um, all right. You can find more about us on SoundCloud.com slash A Waste of Time. You can also go to iTunes, search for A Waste of Time with It's the Real. We are on Twitter at It's The Real, Facebook at It's The Real, Instagram at It's The Real. We are also on Snapchat at It's It's The Real and It's The Real Eric because It's The Real was taken and we want it back. Oh, see, there's another thing we have to do. There's a lot of yes, things we, that we have to do. We have there's to a, murder whoever took It's The Real. a laundry list of things that we want to do. Yeah. Jeff, this podcast does not survive if more people don't listen by the week. So what we like to do is shout out a listener and tell them tell all their friends and spread the word about this podcast that we do yes you do our guerrilla marketing for us that's right so do you have a friend you would like to tell i have somebody who i want to tell his name is dario tercios he goes by 80s baby on uh, instagram big liker big liker huge liker yes like consistent likes on instagram Set up a Wikipedia page for us. No, yeah, set up a Wikipedia page, but tell all your friends about this podcast. A waste yes. of time with It's The Real, Shouts available on all your streaming sites online. Yes. I would like to tell, Jeff, our friend Alex Covington. Oh, shit. Alex Covington, who came to my birthday at Beverly's, where we were spinning all night, and she was there from the very beginning, yep. all the way to the very end. Shout out to her for supporting us, for being a great friend, and... 
We're promising <laughs> to always go get dumplings with us, even though none of us ever get dumplings. We just keep pushing this thing back. Anyway, maybe that's another thing we have to do. We'll get dumplings with Alex Covington. Somebody get us dumplings with Alex Covington. Jeff? Yes. Day two is done. We will see you guys tomorrow.